Hello and welcome back to the Church of Jesus Christ Study Session podcast with me, your host, Matt Roberts. Uh, today we are continuing with our study of the Come Follow Me materials, uh, looking at Doctrine and Covenants sections 64 sorry, to 66 in June the 14th to June the 20th. Um, and we're looking at the section which covers Doctrine and Covenants section 66. Um, I'm starting with 66. For those uh, observants among you, I have skipped 65. And we will go back to Doctrine and Covenants section 65 tomorrow, but there's two reasons why I want to focus on 66 today. Firstly, because chronologically, 66 was given first. Uh, and also, it gives us a bit of an insight into William McClellan, uh, who also we think was the scribe for Doctrine and Covenants section 65. So I thought we'd get a bit of the background and context of 66, get to know that a little bit more, look at the section today, and then we'll talk about 65 tomorrow. So Doctrine and Covenants section 66, as I mentioned, we meet William McClellan. Now, William McClellan uh, was an individual who again joined the church uh, and he travelled uh, to Kirtland. Uh, and I'm going to go to Revelations in context uh, here to go into a little bit more detail about him uh, and what he experienced when he, when he went to Kirtland. Uh, it says here, quote, uh, McClellan travelled to Kirtland and in the course of his journey stepped off a large log and strained my ankle very badly, so much so that he petitioned Joseph to heal him. He laid his hands on the ankle, McClellan wrote in his journal, and it healed, although it swelled much and has, had pained me severely. Just a few days later, McClellan decided to test Joseph Smith's calling, closed quote. Now, this is an interesting thing to do. <laughs> uh, I don't know if I would... Uh, recommend individuals do this and test your bishop or test your state president or test the prophet to see if they're called of God in this way, uh, to go and seek a blessing from them uh, to be able to answer some questions that they've got. Uh, but William McClellan did, did this. Uh, and let's let's see what happens here in this experience. Uh, it continues, quote, just a few days uh, after going to Joseph's home in Hiram, Ohio, on October 29th, McClellan went before the Lord in secret and on my knees asked him to reveal the answer to five questions through his prophet. Without letting Joseph know what these five questions were, McClellan asked Joseph to provide to him God's will. The resulting revelation, now known as Doctrine and Covenant 66, answered McClellan's five questions to his full and entire satisfaction. Even after he later fell away from the church, McClellan stated he still considered this revelation an evidence of Joseph's prophetic calling, which he said, I cannot refute, close quote. I find this fascinating uh, <laughs> because I don't, again, as I say, to, be, to, to go to the Lord in secret in prayer, ask him five questions to be revealed through the hand or through the words of his servant Joseph, and then go receive a blessing of what the Lord's will is from Joseph Smith without telling him what these five questions were, uh, sounds an interesting approach. However, uh, I suppose we are all encouraged to do this on a fairly regular basis, once every six months. How many times have you been asked to uh, take a question to general conference and seek for an answer through the words of, of the Lord's anointed? Um, we ask this all the time. Uh, and I think, well, well, from my personal experience, those answers have been given every time, whether it's uh, in, in something that has been said or a prompting that I felt or something like that. If I go with a sincere desire to find an answer to that, uh, question, they do come. And so I'm not really surprised that William McClellan found the answers uh, to his five questions, but I do find that a particularly uh, interesting um, kind of experience that happened. And as the, the revelations in context documents, he does fall away from the church later, and yet he doesn't deny that that was an evidence of Joseph's prophetic call, which, you know, is to his credit, I suppose. 
uh, in this doctrine covenant 66 as we don't know the five questions that william mcclellan had we don't really know what the five answers within here are uh, but we'll have a look through some lessons that we get and perhaps uh, those are some of the questions that he had um, so in verse 2 of doctrine and covenant section 66 it says Verily I say unto you, blessed are you for receiving mine everlasting covenant, even the fullness of my gospel sent forth unto the children of men, that they might be life, that they might have life and be made partakers of the glories which are to be revealed in the last days. So first of all, the Lord begins with, you know, how blessed he is that he has turned away from his sins, that he has taken upon himself the covenant of, of baptism, as it were, or the gospel, and he's entered the fold of Christ. To remind us, uh, Lord K. Packer said this about covenants. He said, quote, a covenant is a sacred promise as used in the scriptures, a solemn, enduring promise between God and man. The fullness of the gospel itself is defined as the new and everlasting covenant, close quote. So we know here that the Lord is speaking about his acceptance uh, of the gospel in his life and that he is blessed for receiving this. But then as we go to verse three, it says, Verily I say unto you, my servant William, that you are not, that you are clean, but not all. Repent, therefore, of those things which are not pleasing in my sight, saith the Lord, for the Lord will show them unto you. Now, this uh, goes on to a, an interesting point that I, I personally feel is very important for us, and that is to know our weaknesses, to know what the Lord would have us improve on. We all have weaknesses. We all have things that we do wrong. Uh, we, all, we, we all sin and we all are in need of, of repentance. Um, and that is everyone, not just you know, if you're listening, not just those that do those big, bad things that perhaps you haven't done or you did in the past and you've repented of. It applies to you now. <laughs> this day, we all need to repent. But as President Nelson is trying to tell us is it, and trying to paradigm shift for us, repentance is not something which we do when we've done something wrong. It is something which we do every day to help us become more like our saviour, to change, to become better, because every person is not where they need to be at this point. Uh, and so we all need to um, learn, develop and apply uh, the teachings of the Saviour into our lives that bit better. Um, I mean, I could go to Ether 12.27 here and talk about how the Lord will show unto us our weaknesses. If you are willing to and if you are ready for it, pray and ask the Lord. If you're not sure what your weaknesses are, although I don't know of those of us who don't know our weaknesses, but if we don't, get on your knees and ask and the Lord will make it clear to you. <laughs> It's something which I personally did do on my mission when we were invited to by Elder Bednar to, to ask the Lord to show us as we really are or as he sees us. And whilst it was an empowering and uplifting thing because it was wonderful to see me as a child of God, there were also things that needed to be changed. Uh, and that was, uh, it was a life-changing moment. And it's something I should probably do more often, to be honest. Uh, but it is uh, something which, you, you should do if you're not sure what you need to develop. Uh, however, I'm sure many of you listening do know what you need to work on. And uh, now's the opportunity again to try again. Uh, we have a, we have Sunday tomorrow, the opportunity to partake of the sacraments. That is the opportunity and time to start again, begin anew uh, and continue on in the faith of Christ. Um, I love the sacraments. It's probably one of my favourite things about my faith is that we can start again. We, we are never uh, far too gone. The Lord is there for us and his atonement and his grace and mercy, let's be frank, his 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 love for us makes it possible through what he did. Um, it then tells William McClellan what he is to do about how he needs to go proclaim the gospel. It, goes, it gives him specific things about what his role is. Um, it talks about who should go with him. Um, 
And interestingly, in verse 10, I don't know how I would feel if I was seeking for a revelation that was to be recorded in a book as canon for a, for a church of millions of people for hundreds of years. Uh, but it says in verse 10, seek not to be cumbered, forsake all, all unrighteousness, commit not adultery, a temptation with which thou hast been troubled. Um, you know, it's just right out there, plain for everyone to see. Well, there's something you need to work on. Um, but obviously, uh, that is something which he needs to do. This uh, phrase being cumbered, though, I thought was interesting. And I looked uh, into the footnotes for this, and it refers to Luke chapter 10, where Mary and Martha are listening to the Saviour. Uh, and it says the phrase, but Martha was cumbered about much serving and came to him and said, Lord, dost thou that, that now not care that my sister have left me to serve alone? Bid her therefore that she help me. But obviously, we know that the Saviour then says that Mary has chosen the better part. So Martha being busy, getting things done, even if it was things that were to help and be things for the saviour, uh, he said to her, it's better that she come and listen uh, to his words. Uh, and what a lesson that many of us can learn here. I thought that was particularly interesting, that uh, that phrase there. Uh, so don't be cumbered and seek to, to know really what we can do to develop. Again, we don't know what the five questions are that William McClellan had, and I think it'd be an interesting activity to see if you can pick those out. Uh, but I thought that was a, a really uh, interesting insight into what his thoughts and needs were and what we can learn from them. Thank you very much for listening today. I hope you've enjoyed the study. Please continue to follow the podcast and all the social media platforms and emails. You can email ldsstudysession at gmail.com. You can join the Facebook group Church of Jesus Christ Study Session with Come Follow Me uh, and share what you've been studying there. Thank you for your time and until we meet again. <laughs>